him and went to mow, went to mow a meadow. Ten men, nine men, eight men, seven men, six men, five men, four men, three men, two men, one man and his dog went to mow a meadow. Uh, good evening and welcome everyone to another episode of the 10 Men Went To Mo podcast, your Chelsea football club podcast with an Australian and a part-time Kiwi twist. Um, what do you count? Do you count yourself as a Kiwi or a, a Brisbaneite or a no, Londoner? I don't know what I am at the moment. I'm nothing. You're, you're a bit of a nomad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So as you would have guessed, joining me tonight, is uh, Lloyd. How are we, Lloyd? Very well, thank you. And yourself, Mr. Haverly? Yes, yes, not too bad. Very good weekend for Chelsea. It was good. International football's finally over for the calendar year. Thank God. We don't have to, we don't have to hear about Ireland versus Denmark, was it? I think I, I did actually catch a bit of that one. But, yeah, there was... Um, some pretty pretty pointless games of football. I think I think England actually played um, Brazil to a goalless draw of excitement. So Brazil, yeah, some, yeah. I had no England idea played Brazil. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, I'm I'm definitely not a pommy. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't. I think I think national teams are one of those odd things. Yeah. I did. I did find myself watching the Socceroos game this this time around, but it, it took a it took a, a a, like a, a sudden death qualifier for me to actually tune in. I just, I just, I was, there's something about international football. Maybe it's just, I don't know. I just, I just don't, don't identify with most of the players, but yeah, Wait. enough about international football. Just, just one more point on that quickly. Yeah. A lot of people are going to disagree with me, but I think it's a, uh, everyone always says how it's the highest level. And I, I don't think it is anymore. I don't think it's a higher level than the Champions League, but that's just me. Yeah, I, I, I completely agree. But yeah, it's um, it's one of those things. I think I think the quality of football is higher, but I guess it is. But I guess I guess you've got to put yourself in the shoes of some of those African or um, some of those players, like even the South American players. That you know, it's such an honour to play for your country. I suppose. Yeah. I just don't see it, but anyway, maybe it's because you know our countries have zero chance of winning anything, so maybe it's a bit of that. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so Chelsea, Chelsea had a win on the weekend. They following up the the, the wonderful win against Manchester United before the break. They, they for the first time in a long time, they seem to uh, hit their straps post. Um, international break, which was which is good to see. Um, nice little four 0 win. Lloyd, did you want to go into the team lineups? Yes, I certainly will. So we had Quartra and goal as Piliqueta, Christensen, and Cahill at the back. Zappa, Costa, and Alonso in the wing back positions. Fabregas, Kante, Bakayoko midfield. Oh, and Fabregas and. Uh, Eden Hazard and Morata up front in the three-five-two formation. So yeah, what did you what did you think of the performance? It it was a um, thoroughly uh, professional performance for the lovely world-class skills, but I thought West Brom were very poor. I think I think most most teams in the league would have rolled them over. 
on that day, but all of our players turned up, and um, like I said, it doesn't matter if you're playing against a team of um, Wheelie Bin. Some of the stuff we did was absolutely world class, and Hazard was was excellent. Yeah, I mean, he was he was, a, he was clear man of the match. I mean, he was when he's when he's on that kind of form, he's, he's completely completely unplayable. So it was um very positive to see him sort of starting to get back to that level of fitness. Yeah, put, yeah how 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 nice was it to see him get nasty as well? Yeah, and he seemed to he didn't. I don't know. It's funny with teams. The teams they don't seem to like. I mean. He copped the usual treatment, but he didn't seem to get as much as what he usually does. So um, I, I don't know if that bodes for Liverpool kicking the shit out of him this week. But um, yeah, I certainly don't think he got the same level. of. So he, he seemed to be able to stay on his feet a bit more than what he usually can. So it was, um, yeah, it was a pretty positive performance. I thought, I thought it showed that, this season, I we haven't really played like I, I, overall. We've kind of you know we've had those had a few ups and down through the season, but I think overall we, this season we played pretty well. And I think you know obviously we struggled a little bit during that spell when Conte went down, and, and you know, and I guess the only reason things aren't inverted commas tremendous is because City are, are, are sort of on a bit of a rampage at the moment. So in, in, relative to where we were this time last season, I think we're in pretty – like we're playing actually – we're actually playing good football, like, you know, at one or two games here, as I said, without Conte. But, you know, I certainly think – I don't think – well, I clearly I, – I, at this stage, like a long way to go in the season, but I don't see us winning the league. But, you know, I, I still think we'll be – We'll be very unlucky to not be in the top three at the end of the season. So, um, I agree with you. I, I still think we'll push them all the way. Yeah, and I, um, I think we found this. You, you sorry, gotta, go. sorry, you got to remember that for large parts of last season, teams like Spurs were nine, ten points behind us, and they um, they managed to claw their way back towards the end. But um, a team like us, obviously, I think we have the uh, more more quality to to follow through if if we do get into that situation. Yeah, I think I think we've Conte seems to have found another great formation here. So like with with the three five twos that we seem to have implemented, I think we look so solid and, and put together in this formation, like the usual usual great. Performances from the same old Aspie, Alonso, Conte, Fabregas, Hazard, and of course Morata. You know, we seem we also seen some consistent performances from Christensen, who I thought was an absolute standout again. And and David Luiz is probably gonna <laughs> he's gonna find himself in that as, as a backup player or, or within the space of you know a year. Which is pretty pretty positive, and Cahill, uh, fantastic again. Zappacosta, you know. And do you, do you what do you what did what, what are your thoughts on Bakayoko? Like, I mean, uh, he he's copped a bit of stick, and 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 um and fr- from people, myself included, I think his form when Conte was out 
he seemed to be trying to do too much, losing the ball a fair bit. But he, he seems to have set. He seems to be settling in a little bit now, and you know, I hope that everyone can remain fit for the rest of the season because you know, this this I guess this formation sort of certainly seems like that that winning formula that we've been lacking. Yeah, so I, I can see some. I certainly see some positives from Bakayoko as well. I mean, what are your thoughts on his performances so far? Well. He had some dodgy ones when Kante was out, but I never really had um, any doubts that he'd, he'd, he'd pull it together because his um, physicality and his skill set, I think, with the right coaching, is always going to improve. I think um, there's nothing wrong with his performance against West Brom. Um, the only criticism I would aim at him is he... He gets into some fantastic positions in the final third. Sometimes his finishing on his final ball is a bit lacking, and I, I really hope he can uh, he can work on that because he can he can rack rack up some 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 goals if he um, if he if he improves on his finishing. So, what did you think of the referee? I thought he was thought he was brilliant. I think um, the uh, <laughs> Gareth well, who, who tackled Hazard was it Gareth Barry? It was Gareth Barry, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because he let that go. I, I think we won the game because <laughs> um, that was um, I've never I've never seen um, Hazard that angry. Uh, as I, as I mentioned earlier, it was delightful to see because I think one of his criticisms is that he needs to be more nasty and ruthless. And I think it was a culmination of being angry that the foul wasn't given, and the whole crowd were booing him as well. And then he, he seemed to get the ball and just drive at the goal, and uh, and um, the rest of the game it just drove him on. Yeah, yeah. He just, I mean, he he seems to take those fouls like he's. I don't know. He's, he's sometimes. I yeah, like you said. I wish he'd just he'd just react a little bit more. Um, but I think he realizes that he's not going to get fouls sometimes. But yeah, to get kicked and then finally give some back and get a card. I think it was uh, pretty amusing. And Fabregas gets one for diving when he's clearly. Clearly kicked, um, and, and hilariously, the the the, 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 the bozo commentating it made, made up his mind immediately. Then, despite all evidence in the replay, pretended that he was right, and Cesar dives. I mean, it's just it's utter madness sometimes. But you know, yeah, it's it's, it's, it's pro- because he's Spanish. It's pure pure xenophobia. Yeah. I know, but however, had had we had the the linesman from the Arsenal game, we we probably would have been one nil down with Rondon's weak header thrown in the net by Cotuar. I thought, you know, I initially thought goal, and then replay was pretty clear. He was, he was just a touch offside. So, um, yeah, I, I I did think here we go again. Uh, he's made some good saves recently, but um, I'm still. I'm still far from convinced with some of his decisions as a goalkeeper. I think, you know, know, he's a great shot stopper, but I just question some of the 
the thought process around some of the things he does. But yeah, yeah I know what you mean. Uh, he's he's still so young. Yeah, I know. He has many many years left, and yeah, and there's there's I some think. of those instinct decisions. I think he still lacks. Like you know, I, I think I've, I I just honestly feel that someone said to him play the ball out from the back no matter what, just play it out. And I think he's he's taken yeah. that literally sometimes and he tends to I, – I, I blew up pretty big after the um, the first Roma game, I think, in, in message with you, with you guys just because I was just – I just thought he was – I just thought it was just some of those – like he puts those defenders under so much pressure and then they, they end up copying the brunt of the social media actions when, in fact, it was, you know – why don't you just boot it long, mate? Like, I don't understand yeah, why you yeah. just... Yeah, exactly. You like passing it to Dave on the corner flag. Yeah, I mean, it was with, with Czech, we used to we used to blow up when he'd kick it long and lose the ball. or And and it's the complete opposite with Courtois. He, like, seems to play it I short think, and not kick it long. So I, I, think, I think he's um, been playing it long in the last couple of games more. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, hopefully he's made that adjustment. I guess. Yeah. Um, best best moment of the game was probably that that inter- interchange between Murata and Hazard. Oh yeah, I was going to say one little touch. I, I think I rewatched that the the through ball, the touch, the goal probably fifteen, sixteen times just to actually see, you know, what had what had occurred because. On first touch, it looks like he sort of went to play that meant to play at it, missed or miskicked it. But oh, that was just yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah. I was gonna I was gonna call it a world class assist, but I'm gonna call it a Mikel class. I remember <laughs> I think old Mikel did a little back heel assist like that once. I can't remember who it was against. I think it was in 2015 title winning season. I think um, answers on a postcard for that one. <laughs> yeah, just just tweet us, you know, hashtag you were wrong or hashtag here's your information. John O. John facts hashtag. <laughs> so yeah, I I just it's probably worth touching on Christians again. I, I said a while ago that. He's probably the best young defender I've seen since John Terry, and I and I and I just keep getting more and more impressed by him. You know, yeah, and he's just he's just quietly going about his work, and he's given us that consistency. I think that's just the kit. We finally found our consistency in our starting eleven, and um, I, I really don't. I don't think it's going to change very much. I think the biggest thing is that, like, I think the biggest compliment you could probably give him is that you would never, you would never know that we have a twenty-one year old, twenty-one year old centre back starting the middle of our back three and keeping out arguably, arguably, you know, our best defender last season and probably the best defender in in England last season. Yeah. He's, he's keeping him out of the team, and you know, he goes completely unnoticed, and and I mean that in a in a good way. He does. The simple things really well, and and he's he, the way he reads the game is is exemplary, and I think he's an absolute star. And you know, it it's it's just 
it's just it's exciting to see how far he's come in the space of you know four months with playing with Chelsea. Like it's it's um exactly you don't look at him and you say oh he's he's one of the kids getting a chance. You don't describe him as that like you do or other youth prospects because he he isn't anymore. He's um he's matured into a senior player and um it's hopefully a guide and light for some of the others. Yeah, you you not to see like two year loans aren't the like as proven like two year loans, bit of consistent football is is exactly what some of these kids need and you know I hope yeah like you said I hope I hope a lot of them go out and go out and and, and get a decent loan and go and. But- Win some football games and play play consistently and, and just hone your craft. It says a lot about his um, this is what mentality too, because he could have easily requested a transfer at the start of the season, like because he, he he didn't know he was going to get he didn't know he was going to get starting place. Um, no, and he's 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 earned that through good performances, but also you know he's had a bit of luck too, and that's that's where I guess some of these. I mean, it, it is hard in some of these midfield and forward line positions to 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 get that luck, and and you you almost need to you know have a striker out for for you know a good consistent amount of time to be able to you know get those games and score goals. But you know, it's with a defender, he is allowed a bit more luxury playing with some good defenders around him. But you know, I guess you know it's it's what you make of it, and. Hopefully, someone like Charlie Masonda, you know, sees that and responds, or some of the other guys out on loan as well, the the Izzy Browns and the you know Dom Selenkis. What he should have done instead of running away, you know, I don't know. Maybe he should have requested a two year loan at Liverpool because <laughs> <laughs> he's still not getting game time there. So, buddy, you know, somehow makes the England team. So, yeah, well, I think we'll touch on that quickly yeah, a bit I later. Know. Um, mm. So, um, Marcus Alonso goal. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the the guy just he's um he's pretty special. I think he's the <laughs> highest scorer, scoring defender in the Premier League since the start of the last season. Do you remember the reaction last year when everyone when everyone's when everyone signed, like when we signed him, and everyone was like, "Oh, we we haven't signed a the Roberto Carlos or the no, not Roberto Carlos. What's his name? The, the the guy that's now at PSG. Like those sort of players, we they were the players that we needed to sign. Apparently, I know, I remember. You know. And um, the very same yeah. people were probably moaning this season about Morata and Bakayoko. Yeah, I guess they're all probably this season buying their Marcus Alonso kits because that's how that's how good he's playing. So, so we got Pulis sacked. Did you read that? That happened. I, I just I just found out now. <laughs> I think I think it's a shame because I don't know what what they expect, but we don't know what's going on there. So, well, that, that was they haven't they haven't won. A game of football since 
the twenty second of August when they beat Accrington in the in the Carabao Cup. So that's pretty 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 loud. Drawn four, lost seven. So um, that's like um, Gary Gary Mason takes over again at, at West Brom. So it's um yeah, I mean it's it's one of those ones. So seventeenth of the table is probably you know when he took over last year, finished thirteenth. But yeah, I mean they're um they're a bit of a mess. So. Here we go. Oh, I reckon. I reckon we should just give him, give him Emanalo job. I think. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you notice every time we play against him, he he hugs all the, uh, all the um, coaching staff and the manager. He he seems he seems pretty fond of us. Well, <laughs> who knows. Maybe if Antonio gets the sack before the end of the season, we can bring in a Paulus to finish off. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think that's a great idea. I think. I think. Um, I think lots <laughs> could of you imagine? Could you imagine the reaction? <laughs> I know. Antonio leaves Pulis joins. It's a. It's a bit like when um, when before um, Jose came back and and everyone was. Screaming for a for a Mark Hughes to take over, or a you know those those were the sort of managers that we were being linked with, um, because you know Roberto Di Matteo had just been sacked, and yeah. So if we were to bring in a Pulis, I think the the collective, I just we know yeah, it's not gonna happen, a lot so. of people like the idea of giving a. Um, British manager a chance for a while. I know Mark Mark Hughes was linked with us on a couple of occasions. But, um, I think it's a good sign that you know in those sort of situations, nobody nobody has an idea who's going to take over as manager. I think you know when it comes to some of those rumours, I think the club seems to the club seem to leak leak what they want to leak and retain what they want to ta- retain. So yeah. Um, okay, so we can move on from West Brom now. Okay, I, I now, think now that we got their manager sacked, Luke, I think it would be a crime not to talk about Hazard's second goal, Fabregas long ball, and and the touch. How good was that goal? I thought we covered it, but yeah, I mean, he's um. Oh, you 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 go into you wax lyrical about it. Well, I think um, it's just the way he brought it down and took a couple of touches, and he, he kind of is quite similar how he um, he sat down the um, goalkeeper in that, that the Nottingham Forest game. Um, the defenders seemed just to be rooted to the spot; they didn't know what to do. They didn't know where he was going to go. And he, he just he just finished it like he was taking a penalty. It's just um, another spot of world class magic. And it just shows how important Cesc Fabregas is too. I mean, I know it was it was a it was a nice little flick, and you know a lot of skill to take the ball around around Foster. But um, I think you know, Fabregas is. You know, it was his it was his free kick that helped Alonso volley in. It was his 
he's curled uh, he's curled he's passed that set up Hazard's third, uh, second goal with that you know that excellent pass and allowed him to curl it in. So you know, I mean, just like it's it just shows how easy it is for for people to like write off players. I guess is uh, I think. And it just showed, I mean, I'll probably read too much social media and the like, but, you know, there was periods last year and this year where pe- people were riding off Fabregas as past it and no longer with it. And, you know, sometimes pe- players just need either to find a bit of form or to find the formation that fits them. So That's, that's exactly what I was about to say, the formation. It is perfect for him. Yeah, and it's almost as if like we got so I felt I felt like we played four five one for I felt like ten years we were playing that same formation and in our heads we were just trying to find players that fit that formation. Yeah. The thing is we had um a lot of the core the same core players too. We had the Trinity of JT, Lampard, Drogba, Czech. And when we had those players, we just sort of slotted in players around them and played the same way. Yeah, yeah, and it did it did work for a long time. And then Jose came back, and we saw him just see him just pick it up again, but with new players. So yeah, we we still went we still went for long periods without um, winning the title. Yeah, not three in five years. And I think. Team. You know, we had some good runs with that team, and they certainly won some titles. But the way we're playing now, it's 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 just on a different level, and it's it's. I personally find it much more enjoyable to watch, <coughs> and I don't mean that in a. It's just it's I don't know. It's hard to explain. I think, you know, it kind of reminds me more of that. That that season under Ancelotti where we won the league. That that sort of. You know, excitement about watching Chelsea play. Like, I mean, we have some, we have some games where we have to, you know, scrap out a a, a one or two nil draw. But we are yeah. playing well in those games, oh. and I, you know, it's like even when we when we went to when we went to Madrid and we completely outplayed Atletico. You know, we needed a last minute winner to win it, but with the the, the quality in the in the way we're playing, it's it's. I don't think I don't think we get enough credit for how actual how how good it is. So um, hopefully, I mean it's probably never going to happen because we are Chelsea. But hopefully, people start to see that. I mean, we probably need to beat teams not eight nine nil like City do, and then to get those sort of pl- plaudits. I don't know. It's just me having a whinge about the media again. But yeah, we we. We, we we play um, total football. We we aim to be strong in every position on the pitch. Yeah, and we are te- we're testing teams in different ways. So it's kind of like I don't know. You see, it's yeah. I mean, uh, we I guess we don't go into. I guess what I'm trying to say is we don't go into games and play that same style for every game. So and it's not to say we're adapting to play the team we're playing. We're just offering something different each game is I guess is what I'm trying to say. So, you know, we seem to have that. We had the, the five three two and now we've got the three five two and we've got you know, if needed, I think we could play any 
formation. I, I still think the ultimate formation for this team is probably a maybe a four four two four or. Um, but what was it? But we 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 still have the option to bring on Pedro and William on the wings, which is an amazing option to have, and they're not even they're not even getting a sniff. Yeah. I mean, it's a perfect start. So, you know, we've got a pretty big week. So should we move on to our trip to Azerbaijan? Yes, let's go to Azerbaijan. So on a Thursday morning, New Zealand, Australia time, or Wednesday in Azerbaijan, uh, Chelsea uh, play Karabag in the Champions League. Um, a win will secure our place in the last 16. So... Um, I guess that was probably why we see, you know, it was good good to get a bit of a, a decent lead. So we were able to bring off Hazard, bring off Fabregas, bring off Conte. So, <laughs> yeah, it was um, – uh, so, yeah, um, first time in Azerbaijan for Chelsea, I, I do believe. I don't, I don't remember we've uh, ever travelled that far. So how do you see us lining up for this one? I think I think he's going to make some changes. I think I think we'll see Louise back in the team. Um, I don't. I don't think um, it's going to be too many changes, but I think probably Hazard will get a rest. I think um, I think we should utilize Pedro or, or William. Um, not, not, not because we aren't taking them seriously, but we got we got the squad to use for games like this, and um, we got a big away trip on the weekend. On Saturday. So I think <laughs> yes. So I can see about. <laughs> I can see him making three or four changes. Louise will definitely start, and possibly Rudiger. Yeah, I I, I can see us going. Uh, well, Dave will start because he always does, but you know, I think I think we'll go Louise, Rudiger, and then maybe Moses. It'll be one of those two. So, I is Moses back? He is back in training, so I, I think it's a good sort of game to give him some bit of map, match fitness because it's close he's going to get to getting some games. I think. Um. If he's if he is fit, oh, I think I'll include him. I think Drinkwater will probably start instead of Bakayoko. But I do agree. I think I'd like to see that Pedro Morata and William up front is probably our. I think Morata has to start because he's our only fit striker at the moment. So I, yeah, yeah, they've had two good games against um, Atletico Madrid as well. So you know. They're not going to be an easy pushover, but I do think you know. I don't think I don't. I'd like to. I'd like to think that we we sort of prioritise the tournament because I do think, you know, in some ways we probably have more chance at this stage of winning the Champions League than the Premier League. So, I think so too. And um, they they have something to fight for. They can still finish in the Europa League spot. So. Um... <laughs> In front of their, their home fans, like um, I, I really can't see a a future where they beat us, but uh, we got to take them seriously. Yeah, I mean, even though they destroyed us at home, I, I thought they were 
a decent enough team, even though everyone was describing them as a, as a, the pub team. But you know, they've proved they've proved well, okay. in the preceding games that they're 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 a decent enough team. So you know, they press they put, press the put, side. Put it this way. Oh, go. If their previous two um, games of Atletico, if that wasn't if that was in the knockout stage, they would have gone through on the away goal. Yeah. <laughs> and and they they were they they, they they beat them with ten men too. So you know, it's um, it just shows that, that, that oh yeah, sorry, yeah, it was a draw in the end, but yeah. They had ten men on the pitch, so it's pretty um. They had ten men in, on the pitch in in the first game too at home, which was nil nil. Oh, there you go. So, so they're either. I think I think they really pressed us very high in the first game, and you know they they were they were they were pretty good, except probably in in both boxes is where they sort of weren't very good so and we played very well that day and made them pay so I think we're going to have to play well again and go with the attitude of just showing up we did yeah and they've, they've only conceded three goals since since they played us in the Champions League yeah you know uh, so predictions for this one I think we're going to win 2-0 yeah I'll say I'll say 3-0 with absolutely zero confidence in my picks so far this year it's um it's yeah oh, it's, it's 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 a tough one to pick Champions League away you know just hope we just get the three points smash bang and get out of there yeah hopefully um Atletico um pull one over on Roma yeah given the results in some of the other yeah, the groups. It would. I don't think it'll matter either way. I think I, the the Champions League now, with the way that the group stage goes, I think finishing first or second. I don't think it's really yeah. that huge of a deal. I, I'm gonna, I'll go ask. I'd love to. I'd love to play Tottenham first round if in the round of sixteen, but that's not possible. So maybe we can we can get them in the quarterfinals. Oh, it'd be lovely to knock them out, but you know, in in, in reality, we're not going to enjoy that if we. If we draw, draw them, <laughs> it'll be like the epic. No. It'll be like the semi-final last year. Yeah, four weeks of of um, sweating on two games of football. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably pass on that. It's like when we played Arsenal. I don't want to play anyone from England. When we played Arsenal in two thousand and three, um, and I just uh, three four, and I. I just remember it was like three weeks of just sitting on the edge of my seat, just thinking about one game of football. I know, yeah, it's awful. And then when we got a decent, a decent result in the first leg, it was like, oh, we're a chance here, but it's Arsenal and we never beat them. So, and every for them, it'd probably be it'd, it'd probably be the same for Tottenham. It'd be like, oh, it's Chelsea, but we never beat them. So, yeah, yep, all right. So, should we talk about Liverpool now? Yes. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Um, so, on Saturday, for some reason, this game should be on a Sunday, but we are the late game for TV on the Saturday post 
Wednesday Champions League kickoff. So we travel to Anfield to face the uh, Klopp's Liverpool, who are, are playing some good football at the moment. I think there's some, everyone keeps telling me Sa- Sa- Salah keeps scoring and. I keep saying, well, I watched him play for Chelsea and I thought he was one of the worst <laughs> players I've ever seen. Um, Mac Rodrado was worse. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, well, Quadrado was very much worse. But, um, yeah, I thought Salah was pretty poor, but, you know, he did probably come in at the wrong time as well. So, yeah. But predictions for this one, team-wise, maybe? Going to be the same. I mean, I'll go first. I'll go my team first. I, I, I it, yeah. Well, it probably will be the same team as the weekend. Mm. Unless yeah. Moses is fully fit, that's the only yeah. position I can see. The only, the only possible change that I think could happen, and I know I've just spent five minutes talking about his importance to the team, and but I think Fabregas probably going to need a rest at some point. So potentially we could go with <clears throat> with Pedro to hit them on the break. and yeah, um, But that would be the only change I could potentially see. So. I, I don't think that's going to happen. I think <laughs> Fabgas will more likely be um, rested midweek, um, which we didn't, I didn't touch on that before, but now you mentioned that. I think I think we can beat Carabag without Fabregas, so I'm I'm hoping that he's gonna start against Liverpool because he's been in amazing form. Yeah, I think uh, we need him right now. Yeah, it's a tough one. I mean, it's, just, it's just, with all these games backing up back to back, it's hard to know. It's hard to know who plays going to play where. So it's probably just better to just play the same team that play on the weekend, play midweek and then play on the weekend. And then, you know, you can rest next week. Cause we do have some pretty, you know, winnable fixtures post this stretch of games. So hopefully we, yeah, who knows? Wait and see. But, um, predictions, t- uh, score wise, Oh, um, I know they're, um, everyone says how much of a good attacking side they are at the moment, but um, I think we're really finding our consistency in our team, in our midfield and defence, and um, I'd be tempted to say like a stupid sort of 3-3 or 4-3, but I think... I think we're going to be solid again. I can see us winning three-one. Three-one. If if Hazard, if Fabregas, if Fabregas, Morata, and Hazard turns up like they did against West Brom, like they're they're unplayable. So um, I can't I can't see Liverpool's leaky defence coping with them. <laughs> Very three, optimistic prediction, yeah. uh, oh. but. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say two one. Just I I I do agree. I I do think we'll we'll, we'll get at least two goals. I think their, their defense aren't going to be able to play against Hazard. So easy three one, easy two one. But yeah, these games are they're always stressful. 
and they they are you know seeming to find some form at the same time we are so yeah you know what they're like though yeah I know what they're like and Klopp they've been they've been they've been they've been finding their title winning form for the last twenty seven years <laughs> yeah they usually start fast or finish fa- finish fast so. It's a bit odd for them to be playing well in November, but yeah, <laughs> there's still time for them not to be. So, you know, all right. So we've covered those games, but I guess one of the things I wanted to do is, is, is throw in a bit of a, you know, favorite favorite three games about the the, the teams that we played on the weekend. So uh, that we play on the weekend. So um, maybe something something we'll throw in their mix. So let's talk about yeah. Your three favourite matches against the this the team from the self pretty city, Liverpool FC. Oh okay. Um Should we say the matches first and then talk about them? So then we cover each other's games? <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's do that, because I think we might have some similar ones. <laughs> All right. You wanna go first? I do you want me to go first? I'll go first. Uh ninety seven cup. Four two. Oh yeah, what a cracker! <laughs> um, you know, two 0 down at half time, looking absolutely no chance to get to to to. We could barely touch the carry ball. on in the cup, and and they they almost had a chance to score a third there right before half time as well. So throw on Mark Hughes, and then we come back and score four goals and absolutely tear them to pieces and go on and win the FA Cup. I think that one's probably my top, my favourite game against Liverpool. Uh, what Was that one on your list? That would, that would have been there. I, can't, I can remember exactly where I was. I was only, I was only nine, but nine or eight, but I was at my granddad's house and I think my dad and my uncle was there. Everyone's was going a bit... A bit mental. Um, that was a great memory. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go for my favourite fixture was one when I was at. It was the first time I went to Anfield, and it was when we went up there to put one hand on the on the league in Ancelotti's first season. That was a pretty pretty great day the support was was amazing and when that um because they were um they desperately didn't want united to win win the title that year because they didn't want them to go past their record so they were in a very bizarre position of wanting us to win which was uh it was a very strange at- atmosphere for me a lot but, um, a lot, a lot of the people I spoke to before that game, like Liverpool supporting people that I spoke to before that game, it was, it wasn't like it was, it was just at the end of that period where the, we were like rivals, and I think they'd sort of turned a corner where they, they didn't know who to hate more, and <laughs> a lot of like genuinely like a, the, a lot of the people that I spoke to were saying, well, United are eventually going to catch us anyway. So, 
I don't, I'd rather win this game and I don't really like, and then like, like at least say, well, like we, we helped you help them win the league. So, you know, it was, it was a funny one. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure rivalry wise, you know, their rivalry with United, you know, fire eclipses any rivalry we ever had. But yeah, that was, that was a funny one. I, you know, the back pass from, from Steve Gerrard that's, was just, you know, sublime. That's actually my favorite Gerrard moment. It's not the slip. Because because we actually went on to win the title because of that. Um, that's definitely my favourite Gerard moment. I always remember that more than the slip. So um, and if um, in the second half, um, Frankie Lampard bundled in the second. Uh, everyone everyone just went absolutely mental. There's there's a guy. There's a guy on the highlights, and his like his veins are just popping out of his head. I don't know if you you saw that, but, and you're just saying we're going to yeah. win the league for the rest of the, the half because we we pretty much knew that the job was done. And what a what a what a place to win it! I guess it was um, you know, we've won it at West Brom, we've won it at Bolton, but to to win it to yeah. win it like that, uh, like it you know a famous ground like Anfield and. Go over your next one, yeah. Well, do you want me to go my next one? Um, so I am going to go for the 4-1 win in 2005. It was the first game we played Liverpool post um, them winning the Champions League and us winning the league, I think. Um, you know, I do remember Rafa and um, and Jose were back and forth at each other, and and I think um, I, I just think yeah that they they'd won that they you know they won the the Champions League in May, and I think you know it kind of felt like they had some sort of hold on us in, in some sort of way, and but they they had absolutely no sort of grip at all on the on this fixture, and that was. You know, I think you know. I just think that that one for me was Drogba was just completely unplayable. Um, did, did Jeremy end up scoring the last goal in that game? I'm pretty sure he did. Yeah, I remember Joe Cole scoring a goal and Lamp. I did Lampart scored the penalty early on. Yeah, I mean that one for me. I just remember being on cloud nine, you know. And I think at that stage they were. They went. You know, I, I do remember they were some ridiculous amount of points behind us. You know, in the start of de- December, I'll have to look that up. And yeah, they were. No, no. Was I think at the end, at the end of the season, weren't they something like thirty-six points behind us or something like that? Yeah, yeah, and they was that no, that was the year before they Everton beat them. But yeah, they you know. Yeah, I just yeah, I just that that fixture for me stood out. I think A and Robin came on, missed missed the kick, and yeah, then Jeremy Jeremy's put it over. Yeah, that was a good one for me. Your next one, I guess. The next one. Oh, did you want to talk about that one? Do you remember that one? I do. Yeah. No. 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 I'm, I'm okay. I, I I'm good to move on. Um, my next one 
second leg in the Champions League. Um, the first time we knocked them out um, in 2008, uh, we won 3-2 after extra time. And uh, you're, I'm sure you will rem remember the very emotional yeah. Frank Lampard penalty. Obviously, yeah. he he lost his mum. Not not too long before, and he still stepped up. I think was it. Xavi Alonso whispered in his ear that he was going to miss. Did you did you know that? No, I didn't know that. No. Yeah. <laughs> Alonso walked up to Lampard and told him he was going to miss. Like um, what a terrible human being. I mean. I mean, not not for doing that, like uh, in, in normal circumstances, but when you know someone's mum's just passed away, that's uh, pretty. But Lampard as cool as anyone, slotted it away. And um, I do remember, I do remember just before that, just before that, that penalty. I remember, remember Essien drove in that shot, and. There was three or four, maybe five Chelsea players that were stood offside, but they didn't actually interfere. Yeah. And I just remember going nuts, this guy. This is fucking rigged. This is, yeah, yeah. Because you know, in, in the Champions League, you just – if something like that happens, you know, you probably know – normally know it's not, not your night. Yeah. But then was it Hoopier? Was it? It was a Balak that was fouled, wasn't it? Yeah. So then Lampard slotted home and yeah. But then Drogba, I mean, Drogba, Drogba again. I mean, the man for the big game stepped up and pretty, pretty, pretty unplayable once again yeah, exactly. in that game, you know. I do remember at the end of the game, it was it was really frantic and um, I do think like there was, you know, those chances they were like, you know, as we were to come to see you later, where you sort of you think you're home, but you you're worried that you're not. Well, yeah, then, if they if they scored you know, one more goal, they would have gone through on away goals. So it was very tense. Those, uh, I saw, I miss, I miss those kind of Champions League games, and I also don't because <laughs> it's. Uh, Oh, I think I think they take years off your life. I think they do. Yeah. I still get nervous watching the um, Barcelona semi-final from twenty twelve. Oh yeah, especially the last last few minutes. You're like, oh, surely we're going to concede here. You know, I just it's you just like, never think that we're going to win. It, it, if I watch it, it's somehow going to like change the change the past. We're actually going to concede this time, and it's going to change history. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that was that was actually going to be my third game. So the other oh, game, sorry. Where, uh, no, um, no, no, it's fine. My, my, I guess my fourth game would be that the league, the Carly Cup final at Millennium Stadium in two thousand and four, five. So it would have been what two thousand and five when the final was held. When Gerard, oh, that that crazy game where Gerard scored the um, 
the own goal in the 80-something minute and then we end up winning oh, in extra yeah. time, I think. It was the first time I'd seen Chelsea win something in about five years, so four or five years, so which, you know, and it just felt like, oh, wow, maybe these our fortunes are changing. We are actually a... Yeah, it was a very, um, a, very important moment, the first trophy of the new era. It's a funny story about that game. That game wasn't actually televised in Australia on TV, so I, that I'm aware of, so I actually listened to it on the radio um, through BBC website. They they were streaming audio commentary, and I just moved back into my parents' house, so I was sitting in the lounge room at like three o'clock in the morning, listening to it on the on the radio. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so and then I saw the highlights on Fox Sports News a few a few hours later. So you you weren't at that game, or you probably a bit too young yet. No, my my dad was. I was I watched it at home. Yeah, and um, I mean, it was very strange watching it because the, I think the um, the roof closed, didn't it? Yeah. Was that the was that the first big final at? No, it can't have been the first big final at Cardiff. No, I think there was an FA Cup final, wasn't there? Didn't we play Arsenal at Cardiff? Yeah. Oh yeah, we did too. Yeah. Yeah. It's the first one I remember, so it's the first one that counts. <laughs> the first night one that I remember anyway. Uh, yeah, we, we we won't talk about the Arsenal one. Oh, yeah. That one didn't happen. It didn't. Ray Parler doesn't score goals. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, should we wrap it up there, I think? Can, can we just throw in a, a bonus, bonus one? Sure. That everyone... Everyone forgets about because we won the Champions League. But we also beat them at Wembley in the FA Cup final in 2012. And yes. A lot of people seem to forget about that one. It went well under the radar. But um, Ramirez. Yeah, Ramirez and um, Drogba, the man again. Um, yeah, I do remember that one. Prolific in cup finals. Yeah, it was. Um, Andy Carroll got a goal back. And they'd just beaten us a few weeks, a few days earlier. They absolutely destroyed us and we Um, we didn't even care. We put out a a weak team. I think it was 4-1 or 4-0. Yeah, it was was a pretty humiliating loss that didn't really make a difference, but yeah. We won, yeah, we won the one that mattered. But no, that was a good. I, I was at that one at, at Wembley that day. That was the last. No, that that was the last FA Cup final I was at. Yeah, uh, last one I was at, we lost. But yeah, <laughs> we won't talk about that one. That either. Offside, handball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So that's our. Liverpool match. I, I thought that was good. It was good to reminisce. It's going to be hard to, to, to remember games against Huddersfields and the, the Brightons of the world. But, you know, I guess we'll try and come up with something new for those games. But, yeah, I thought it was good to reminisce I think, I think, about some old I think, games. 
I think I think um, on those games we can look up we can look up some historical fixtures maybe. Yeah, I'll dig up some history against Brighton and you in know the dark ages yeah. in the eighties. All right. Well, thanks for joining tonight, Lloyd. I think you know, considering our our special guest bailed on us, and then claimed technical issues. So it was um it was it was good. Yeah, I, th- I think um, I think we should uh, we should kick him out for good. <laughs> yeah. Goodbye, Mister Pancho. Yes, yes, I do think so. <laughs> yeah, you booted from the, from the, from the group too. Yeah. Yep. Definitely. All right, mate. Well, uh, enjoy your weekend. I think it'll be a uh, be lunchtime kickoff in New Zealand, won't it? Three thirty in the morning here, so it feel like a Champions League morning. Six thirty. Oh, that's that's just um, that's just not fair for us. No, I know that'd be uh, that'd be prime time for you. Yeah, I don't think I'm gonna. I don't. I don't think I'm gonna wonder the pub for this one. I think I'll be watching this one at home. We've got some good nine thirty games. We've got ten thirty games coming up, so I'll be oh, circling nice. Everton, West Ham, Southampton's at a decent kickoff. So, yes, I'll be at the pub again soon for all those people who haven't seen me at the pub. Yeah, and taking roll calls. I'm not. I'm not sure if we'll ever get a pub kickoff here again. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's looking looking yeah. pretty bad in New Zealand till next year. But, um, yep. Uh the the things that the things that people in the UK and elsewhere just don't understand. Yeah. All right, mate. Well, uh, have a good weekend and uh, up the chels. You too. See you later. <laughs>